0: Pull out the skull, remove the cancer. Breaking his back, chisel next for the answer. Supersonic, bionic, robot, voodoo power, equator, X, my chance to flex skills on Ampex. With power meters and heaters, gauge, antifreeze, octagon, oxygen, and luminum. Okay, so we're back. We're here. Hi, everybody. (laughs) We're in
1: beautiful downtown San Jose, California. Uh, Welcome to the blockchain boys. Uh, Woohoo!
0: We're back, yeah, back and better than before. We got uh, Jay, that's me. We got Grant, which is me.
2: Hi, I'm October. Yeah, we
0: got
1: a new co-host, October, and another one who didn't show up.
2: (laughs) But we got in the room. Yeah, we we, got in the room. It's a good thing you said
0: that because when he shows up next time, like people might have got the impression that we're just adding a new host every episode. It's gonna be like sixty people gaining critical mass. (laughs)
1: Join the movement. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I also did promise on Twitter that we'd have two new co-hosts, yeah. which is always something that has bit me when I promise anything. something's going yeah. to happen. It's not happening. to get canceled. Yeah. Yeah, the lesions of fans who are like, you're going back <laughs> on your
0: word. Just... Pairs and pairs of followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Like I said, we're building a movement. Start small. <laughs> if Still. you want to be a co-host on
1: the show, <laughs> let us know. Honestly, it w- it's not hard. <laughs> Just say you it's like amazing. the show, and I'll probably let you. It'll probably be yeah, uh, probably
0: be fun. no. Uh, so yeah, we got. In fact, it would be good to have have some people that we could like call up, like substitute teachers. Like, oh, yeah. one of our co-hosts can't make it. Yeah, the uh, what are you doing? The Blockchain
1: Boys <laughs> developmental brand,
0: yeah, yeah like NXT. <laughs>
1: Uh, or the minor leagues, I guess that's a more normal comparison, right? That isn't brain damaged, but... Sure. Uh, but Grant and I just watched wrestling, so...
0: Oh, come on.
1: Yeah, Out, outed as a wrestling guy. I, it was Jay's idea. <laughs> Bad influence. Uh, so, yeah, uh, welcome October to... The the zany program. Thank you for having me.
2: That's what I hear people say on podcasts. Yeah. I don't think... If you're a co-host... Oh, yeah.
0: If you're a co-host, I don't think you need to do that. Yeah, (laughs) you're welcome. I always think Jay off mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you
1: do. Uh, So, uh, let's let's talk about something that we can't stop talking about, apparently. (laughs) Uh,
0: People love hearing us talk about, which is WeWork. Yes. (laughs) People are hearing about WeWork. I keep (laughs) getting asked for WeWork. Me too. I think the algorithm thinks I like it, (laughs) but it might also just be... I just... Yeah. They're, like, blasting this geographical area.
1: My... Yeah. I mean, WeWork has taken up uh, a weird amount of time in my actual personal life, for sure. (laughs) So, uh, it is is negatively affecting me, WeWork. uh, So, I will be suing for damages. (laughs) No. uh, WeWork is... Having its IPO after um, Adam Newman cashed out seven hundred thousand dollars worth of it, which is where we left off. yeah um, but I guess he's still around. I guess he had more than seven hundred Oh seven hundred million excuse me seven hundred thousand and right an excusable amount of money. seven hundred million is like <laughs> it's a pittance. A red flag right before yeah this IPO um, and their IPO filing revealed something kind of interesting. Uh, which is that uh, if you buy WeWork stock here, you're not buying, you're not gaining actually like a stake in WeWork. You're getting a stake in something called the We Company <laughs> Management Company LLC, <laughs> uh, which has a certain amount of partnership in the We Company Partnership. <laughs> Which is co-owned with Adam Newman and I believe uh, cousins and uh, friends from high school and close personal relatives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then they that partnership owns WeWork and its subsidiaries, Um, including Arc, which is the scheme that Adam Newman. Mm. So uh, Adam Newman owns several buildings that he then leases out to WeWork. uh, (laughs) Ethical and. i He put those companies in Arc, which I think is like basically the same scheme over again where WeWork now co owns the buildings with Adam Newman <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um so if you're paying attention, Adam Newman has a sort conser- yeah is is getting most of the money from uh this company that has billions of dollars worth of debt uh as part of its IPO filings, has admitted that it really just has no way to get out of it. (laughs) Hmm. Is that that good
0: to have in an IPO (laughs) filing? I
1: I mean, I don't even know, because (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling that it's going to disappointingly do very well somehow. Uber did well, right? Uh I guess it did well, and then it did bad, and then it did, I don't know, stocks are weird. It's still around, right? (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah to my knowledge <laughs> um there's also one more thing on this ipo filing uh which i'm trying to reach if you guys could vamp about adam newman um how cool we
0: work is oh, yeah. how we're recording this podcast in space we rented out at WeWork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm really enjoying the uh the like hawaii chairs that were, mm-hmm. that we're sitting <laughs> there uh, the giant poster that just says "Hustle harder" oh my God. Mm. <laughs> on each wall—that so we can't not look at a poster that says "Hustle harder." Yeah, yeah. the lamps that are like you know a, a plastic matte sphere. Mm. That, that okay, so here's the phrase follow. I
1: was looking for: was uh, we have no employment agreement in place with Adam, and there can be no assurance that Adam will continue to work for us. Oh yeah. If Adam does not, yeah, if you file for an <laughs> IPO, you which is the same thing when they revealed that they were losing like $520 on every tenant they had. Sure. I think every month or something. I don't quote me on that. Uh, But uh, they have to, when you, when you file for an ideal, you have to be like very honest about like the pros and cons of investing with you. So Mm -hmm. you get phrases like this. We have no employment agreement in place with Adam and there can be no assurance that Adam will continue to work for us. If Adam does not continue to serve as our chief executive officer, it could have a material adverse effect on our business. Uh, Which places them in very good company with Tesla. (laughs) Uh, In terms of uh, just, like, somehow being completely dependent on... um, This one personality. Yeah. Yeah, a a very powder-friendly personality. uh, (laughs) That, uh, yeah, just is also, like, not committed at all to the business. (laughs) Just Uh,
0: continuously kneecapping them. Yeah, uh, just...
1: I don't I don't I don't know I don't have a big enough brain to understand why that keeps happening
0: <laughs> but it does it seems to be working out so I mean for for, for those guys not necessarily for WeWork yeah I mean, for Adam Newman it seems to be working out
1: uh and then so the other thing about WeWork it, it really does touch home because we finally have culture thanks to <laughs> uh WeWork's investment in their local communities hell Yes, we're talking about I'm cities. Ready. We're talking about cities by we. <laughs> <laughs> a very cool name. Can
2: you just throw the air horn in there when he's yeah. like, burr. burr, burr. <laughs> cities
1: by we.
0: <laughs> City by the we.
1: Well, I mean, like everything is just like you can't talk about this at all because it is like the worst names. <laughs> they have a they have private charter or they have charter uh, preschools called yeah, We yeah. Grow. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: there's like six just like different cent-
2: things they have isn't it like we yeah. grow we rise
1: <laughs>
0: all part of the we family yeah
1: we shop. it's it's all about those concentric circles once again yes. <laughs> at the center live. of it all yeah the center of it all is we the
0: power of we Highly recommend our first uh, WeWork episode if you want to learn more about that awful jargon.
1: Yeah, we this is, yeah, the second, or that was, um, I think that was the Masayoshi San episode, actually. We've talked about this too much. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, I think it is emblematic of where we are as a society that this is like, something we have to deal acceptable something <laughs> <laughs> people will just take for granted that's the other is thing is like, like there's also just like other co-working spaces that are just as bad yeah. <laughs> and I take mean, like a weird amount of real estate I'm trying to remember what the one in uh, San Jose is called the other one
2: there is I'm next sure. space which is a co-working one yep. and there's also next founders space. floor which is a co-working accelerator yeah <laughs> I don't know what that means. But it's the, accelerating. In, yeah. You have to hustle really hard there. It's also very different
1: than an incubator somehow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, I know in, like, Kenya, the biggest tech company is, like, a co-worker's case. Really? Oh, so interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a, a business model that's being repeated all over. Um, <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is own a bunch of real estate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then... It's one of those things where it is just like not actually like it like somehow is branded as a tech company, even though it is like <laughs> yeah. a commercial real estate yeah. developer, yeah. like a landlord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they really disrupted being a landlord. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're also like like doing apartments. Yeah, uh, we live.
0: We
2: okay. live. <laughs> they have a fitness brand. We
0: live. We grow. We work. Yeah. yeah. What's the fitness one called, do you know?
2: I think it's called We Rise, or maybe it's just we
0: Rise. Lift. I really hope <laughs> that we there is He's gonna
1: do like a like a We Work keynote where he comes out in a black turtleneck, <laughs> shows you the concentric circles <laughs> on a giant screen. Oh no. <laughs> and then like literally like does like he, he does have like the PowerPoint all planned out. It's like WeWork is going to be like you know wants to improve the centers of everyone's lives uh-huh. at, at the, the key stages of development, right? First, you we grow. First, we <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, cities by We, which is their uh, I guess like like cultural development. I don't know how they brand it.
2: Well, that seems probably like it's accurate.
1: Yeah, they want to be they want to be part of like the downtowns that they're. The largest tenants of, uh, and cooperate with all these other. I mean, so with San Jose, so we're getting to where they're where they're where they've hit home. They've they've struck in <laughs> the heart of downtown San Jose. <laughs> uh, and uh, so the the cool thing about San Jose is there is like just like one giant cabal of like like uh, white collar dorks and losers that just get to control everything. <laughs> <laughs> um and so they worked with WeWork uh on on something called backyard san jose in yeah. uh, october has written
2: <laughs> um
1: uh, yeah. I, 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 something or other about this <laughs> yeah
2: uh lee and i uh talked about the backyard event and so um or it's a pop-up um, so yeah. it opened, um uh, mid August and it's set to host like 200, I think, events between now and the 31st of October in, um, Fountain Alley, mm-hmm. um, in downtown, which is like a, has like a very particular history. It's like, it has been mostly used within recent history by people experiencing homelessness. But, um, the city is on this like activate San Jose thing or activate SJ thing, which is a, like a parks and rec, um kind
1: of yeah it's such a great neoliberal word trying to activate oh it's so yeah (laughs) we activate we got to activate these spaces which literally means like set up like a public yoga place Mm -hmm.
2: in st james park (laughs) and and
1: like as an excuse to just like for police to commit violence against the homeless people there yeah um yeah it's uh it's bad they're talking about doing the same thing with guadalupe river park yeah 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 well, yeah, especially around, especially around the Google development, which will oh. be kind of centered around that. Of course, yeah, that's something that's like uh, stakeholders. I, I think there's like they hired like a new executive director of what's it called, the Guadalupe River Park Trust or something, mm. uh, where he uh, he used to be in the Downtown Association, which is just like a trade group of all the businesses in downtown. Um, that, uh, but he he considers his expertise in placemaking, which is like <laughs> <God damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest red flag <laughs> in the universe. So, yeah, uh, that's a uh, yeah it's real real movement being like made on like just I think yeah violence against homeless people in San Jose. Yeah, um,
2: they say that anybody is welcome. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> but you need I mean, sure. yeah some the, combination of a smartphone. But somebody's like, you don't need a smartphone. Yeah. But
1: there's bouncers.
2: Yeah, there's like a security yeah. guard. Yeah.
1: So uh, I mean, we're talking about something that, like all of these kind of cultural initiatives, seems like no one actually cares about, other than the people who are like <laughs> that are making already invested in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like, okay, so I worked at a. Um, uh, at downtown San Jose in like a white collar office open office situation and uh, people would uh, take calls at backyard because they were re- reliably no one was there <laughs>
2: yeah when I went to like record a video of what it looked like there was nobody in there that's
1: really good
0: yeah
1: yeah um but it still required like displacement and police action to even do it and yeah. like you, you talk about here, like, the, you know, very recent history, like, it used to be a cooler corridor. Yeah. Like, like, you know, in terms of like, if you want to activate San Jose, <laughs> we're talking about like, what's the name of that bar uh, that was across the street from it? Lido's? Yeah. Yeah. Which was like a, you know, uh, I mean, you want to speak to that the history of that place a little bit?
2: um I don't, I'm not super familiar oh, okay. with the history
1: of that place. But it was like a like a queer friendly yeah. like Vietnamese, like you know like like the like queer brown people from San Jose totally. would, would would hang out there. It was you know the exact type of people that San Jose, let like have given San Jose all the cultural cachet it actually has. Yeah. Uh, but also that San Jose seems to be completely embarrassed by at least these the white collar the losers activated. that have all the money.
2: Yeah. I know. I something like when I saw photos from Hard French, which was their like pride party. Uh-huh. Um, it looked like nobody was there. And then I like something online. I saw. I was like, Oh, we had like over seven hundred attendees. And I'm like, Where did all these people fit?
0: <laughs> also, where did all these over gays seven, come from? No, yeah, yeah. seven hundred people said they were interested. In all yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah, that's definitely oh, I'm sure that's where they're like getting their metrics. Yeah, because
2: <laughs> I was like, it did not look like.
0: 700 700. people. Like, I saw the pictures that you posted, and it's like, it looked like it's called Backyard. It looks like, yeah. It's not that much bigger than the room. Yeah, it's
2: pretty small. And there's like a coffee shop in there, Uh and like a. Yeah, they have like
1: a coffee bar, and then like fences and Christmas lights. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, toilet,
2: like old toilet paper. How much money did
1: How much money was spent on this development? Because Um, it is like not worth what (laughs) what it looks like. The Sharks donated 20K. Okay.
2: I don't know. I know it's like the the, so probably went
1: towards the, Christmas the
2: downtown association gave money, and then there's like I, I mean, Makla and content are involved, but I don't know if.
1: They okay. Gave yeah. Money. I mean, if you gave like I don't know, <laughs> just like some of like the like the weird like houses that we of people we know twenty thousand dollars to put like a cool adventure space sure. up, it would just be the most incredible thing you've ever seen. Yeah. I. Did, Man, what? How does? Where does twenty thousand dollars go? It's yeah, battling. I don't
2: know where lo- they put that money. It
0: looks. It, it looked exactly like. Um, it looked exactly when I was in college. I was friends with some people that lived in like a you know a house off campus where they had parties in their basement, and it looked exactly like that basement. Like it was just like concrete floor. There was like Christmas some lights. hamster stuff like, on the
2: floor. Also, there was like wood. Like shits. newspaper shredding. Yeah, and I was like, "Is this?" Which backyard is this? I don't know. Yeah, it was very strange.
1: You know what it reminds me of is it
0: looks like 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 a porn set for a rooftop party. Mm. <laughs>
2: I feel like that's
0: pretty or like the or like the uh, like the scenes in the room where they're on top of the roof. <laughs> 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 exactly, or like the, the the party scene at the end of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> same vibe. Yeah, <laughs> you invited all my friends. Good yeah. thinking. So yeah, a real really good use of uh you know,
1: I don't know. They're not good community partners we work. I'm a I'm I'm a sell on WeWork. <laughs> <laughs> that's the official I I think well, let's take a vote. Is that the official blockchain boys line? I don't want to speak <laughs> out of turn. I, know, I
0: think so I think it's fair to say until we get the red stamp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're very bearish on WeWork Management <laughs> Company LLC. Oh, well, well, well. Okay, so the management. Company, <laughs> I'm gonna have to walk that back. Yeah, <laughs> let me talk to my financial area. Bit. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I, I should disclose I am a co-owner in <laughs> the WeWork Company partnership. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, yeah, but uh, that uh, that brings us a little bit more. So. October, for those who don't know, you're part of a new kind of uh, blog, initiative, archive. Somebody
2: in the Metro, I think it was uh, Mike Huguenor, called us a digital documentarian collective, which I think fills Ooh. me with a sense of self-importance that I'm going to run with. I love it. <laughs> I like
1: that. Yeah. That's that's the kind of thing that'll get you some VC money. <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: really ready exactly. to be invested in it. <laughs> so sp- sponsor the that's like, uh, archive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's exactly... Like, that's exactly what happened with San Jose Spotlight, as they started out as, like, this non reporter thing. And then they got VC money, and they joined the SVO. Yeah,
2: things, like... I felt very disappointed. I thought the model was very interesting. Yeah. And they were very transparent about the funding. Yeah. Um,
1: no, it was, like, like, three kick-ass months of investigative reporting. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as, like, the moves happened with them joining the SVO, which is, like, her chamber of commerce, which... Nonprofits don't typically join. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, yeah. Then there was like all these weird, like just like editorial, like not even editorial. Just like, I mean, they weren't branded as like op eds. That would be one thing. But it yeah. was just like like or an article about like the difficulties of being a Republican I in San know. Jose. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Or then like how oh. how the how the housing crisis affects landlords. Yeah. Too. I mean, like, think God. of the landlords. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very just like oh no golden days are immediately over.
2: Yeah, I felt like that was really disappointing. But you
1: promised right. that won't happen with Archive 4. No, we have no funding strategies. Uh, I mean, yeah. it
2: costs $12 to have the WordPress, so I think we might be good for a little bit. The ProtonMail well, account, though, I think is like $5 a month. So Oh, it is? It's really putting us over the
1: edge. Yeah. Well, that puts you about That's the price of our sound <laughs> account. <laughs> I have
2: to sling a few extra lattes to really cover it.
1: Uh, but you wrote about uh, two pieces on gentrification uh, in San Jose. Yeah. And the urban villages strategy. The fucking urban villages, yeah. So I don't know how common that lingo is in other cities, so we could talk about it. You know, I saw something...
2: I know something Grant's in, an expert. In Chicago was talking <laughs> about activating Chicago, but I didn't, like, re- I just, like, read the headline.
0: But... Yeah. And then puked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Onto my
2: screen, so I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: the city of San Jose... Has I think it's part of their 2040 envision plan, which doesn't sound like Mohammed bin Salman <laughs> at all. Um, uh, they've identified; they have a program that identifies urban villages, which are centers outside of San Jose that can be built like along transit lines, that develop like like mixed-use developments, you know. Uh,
0: all the buzzwords. They're yeah. Walkable, yeah. basically they're walkable, transit oriented, yeah. bike friendly, community putting up new, new Santana Rose everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what that's it what turns the out being want. is like just the worst shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: But in like areas of course that are like extremely disadvantaged, mm-hmm. uh, landlords will sell land at like exorbitant rates and kick out like probably the most vulnerable people in the city. Mm-hmm. Um and, but, and and then it doesn't even accomplish any of the actual goals because it, it's just not going to. It, uh, in terms of, like, getting people to use more transit, making things more walkable and bike-friendly. Like, these little oases mm-hmm. uh-huh. that still have lots of parking nearby. It, it just, you know, uh, not very effective. But that's what we're talking about is these uh, urban villages. Uh, yeah. I saw one it was in Sunnyvale like there's there's ones that are just not like actually part of this program but they, they all have terrible names which is which is <laughs> worth reading uh-huh. it really is I saw one
0: in Sunnyvale called Monticello
2: wow
1: there's
0: there's another one in Sunnyvale it's like right uh, right by downtown Sunnyvale uh-huh. it's like um, oh god what was it uh, oh it this might not have been an urban village but a, a fantastic like apartment complex name was um, like Synergy Global Housing Ooh. was the name of it Whoa. Ooh,
2: that's too close to home. That's yeah. scary.
0: Yeah. Or like uh, the James. Yeah. Uh, about, the I'm the Lofts. Of, the uh trying to think of the one that I always drive by the name of it. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like um, the tagline, because it has the tagline. Of it's course. like a new urban villa or something like that. Like not village. Yeah. yeah. A villa. That's good yeah, stuff. It's very European. It's <laughs> good <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> <European> <laughs> going time. for a Mediterranean vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like. It's like all like one of the same six restaurants is there. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Ten condos location. and uh, like a soul cycle. Yeah, and a soul, soul. cycle, exactly.
0: Like there's Apache's pizza, a soul cycle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um All the essentials. Yeah yeah. 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 Everything you need to live in like a walkable place. Yeah. You've walked yeah. pizza for dinner, you Soul minded, Cycle. Community minded,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: um yeah, so it's been a real success, and they're, uh, of course, doubling down and tripling down on it, trying to identify more urban villages. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you talk about, like, I, I think, like, the, in part one, you talk really uh, just kind of generally, like, a good theory of gentrification to work with, um, because, I don't know, I think a lot of people, like, it for a lot of people, it's porn, <laughs> you know, <it laughs> when you see it, uh, but... I don't know. It's good to talk about the process, especially because, um, I don't know, a lot of our listeners might be a little bit more involved in it than they necessarily are willing to recognize.
2: Yeah. I feel like what got me the most is that I feel like a lot of the, so maybe like three or four years ago when the, like, bike, I live off Ocala. Maybe I shouldn't share that information. I don't know. <laughs> but I live off Ocala of and they started putting like a bike lane. Uh huh. And I, at the time, was like in this collective, and one of the guys was like, Oh, this is like a hallmark of gentrification. I was like, No way, bro. Like a guy from San Jose did that. And then that is not the response that I would mm-hmm. have now. Um, but I, like, just the level to which, like, people in San Jose who live here, like, who probably, like, will end up being displaced by this stuff anyways, mm-hmm. are, like, really down for it is very shocking to me. Yeah. Um, and people are like, oh, but, like, Somos Mayfair Fair or, like, other nonprofits, they think yeah. it's okay. And I'm like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Don't that's meaningful. Well, and I, I mean, I think a lot of it, too, is, like, in a better world, bike lanes would be a good thing to yeah, have. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like In know, transit, yeah. Like, the know. way development works... In the States, it really does, like, create, like, the kind of perverse incentives where, like, the people, the local people who would benefit the most from, like, transit access and bike lanes and improved sidewalks uh, are the ones who are most threatened by it it actually taking place. Yeah. Um,
2: I agree. I feel like it's the same thing with the backyard is that, like, the the city and whatever local, like, governmental powers get, like... uh, you know, semi-famous San Jose people to be, like, the faces Mm -hmm. of everything. And so people are, like, oh, like, I. well, I feel like also, one, people are really into wanting to be, like, friends with everybody and wanting – there's, like, a very entrepreneurial spirit. Yes. I feel like overall. And so it's about, like, networking. And so people are, like, oh, but, like, this person is cool and I like them. And it's, like, yeah, Yeah. but they're, like, being a piece of shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you don't see them at the Rotary Club (laughs) (laughs) meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could name names. Maybe we'll do that eventually, but...
2: straight up I have like
1: five off the top of my head that are like in in like different mediums that are just like the token person they bring on stage yeah Uh. and I feel like it's
2: so sad like with the east side I feel like like particularly because there's like different like beautification projects and um, the like the transit village that I feel most concerned about is the one that's on Alum Rock because they're about Mm -hmm. to like bring Bart through there yeah And people are like why wouldn't you want Bart here and I'm like I feel like maybe that's the wrong like I do but like also I don't Oh yeah,
1: it, yeah. Bart being here would be really cool if there was like a real public housing strategy. Yeah, uh, but there's not. <laughs> it's become anathema to even talk about stuff like that. Um, but uh, so I mean, like you, you talk about like state, the stages of, de- of, of gentrification, right? Yeah, and I think the stage one might be the part where where people might feel feel the most uh, you know defensive.
2: Yes, I agree. I feel like the the first stage, and this is like some dude's theory that is like not mine who I don't remember his name and also didn't (laughs) cite him in this article because I we run the wordpress so (laughs) sue us Um, but yeah it's like artists uh, design professionals Mm -hmm. like I think a lot of people use the word bohemian lots Mm -hmm. of like white queer people yeah
1: Yeah. one maybe there's a point of delineation because like I think there's like two categories that might be described this way Mm -hmm. and and might look similar to people and i think this is where you get a lot of like like hipster hate kind of talk yes sure um that then gets like thrown in ways that are a little less helpful because like okay there's there's the there's there's the uh bohemian artist types Mm -hmm. and white queers that like you and i actually hang out (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know uh they tend to work in coffee and, <laughs> and, and, or you know low wage jobs. Yeah, yeah. And 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 usually are. I mean in San Jose, they don't really come from other <laughs> the, the amount of transplants that fit this description compared to like a place like Philadelphia mm-hmm. or something very negligible. It's a lot of people who are actually from totally. San Jose which you know doesn't necessarily change the dynamics. I still think that those people do uh, play a bit of a role yeah. in gentrification. Totally. But then there's another group that also kind of fit this description who are more likely to open the coffee mm-hmm. shops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or or at the very least like you know it we have the sofa district right yeah. the, the people who actually would work and be around there um and have more relation more of a relationship with the with the city itself and the, yeah. and the kind of powers that be that we're talking about i guess and um i don't know i think when you're talking about building coalitions, there's one group that's a lot more amenable, and there's one that's not. I totally. guess. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to like hear what you think about that, like because, um, yeah, I, I guess when I when I read this, I was thinking, uh, you know, I was thinking how this could descri- like you know, oh, this describes people that are not necessarily in the social circles I'm in, but yeah. look a lot like them. But I also don't want to like totally excuse the fact that like, I don't know, people do build like institutions of things that people find cool and then they're pushed out and replaced with like much worse versions of it.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I don't, I feel like I think, or I spend a lot of time thinking about like what the difference or how people perceive the differences between like hipsters Mm -hmm. and like queer people because I feel like aesthetically there is so much overlap. Um, and I think about that cause I like was raised on the East side and I live there now and mm-hmm. i like, I go to wherever I go there and I'm like interested if like people perceive me as a hipster mm-hmm. or if they're like, oh, this is some sort of homo that's here. Um, that's like from here. Although yeah. some, um, girl at the, I was getting like, um, a burrito the other day and she was like, I really like your aesthetic. It's very East side to me and I felt very validated. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it, it is. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I will take that compliment, um, to the bank. I got, the other good compliment I got was maybe this is like the wrong audience for this, but. Uh, somebody said if my partner and I had a baby, it would look like Kalani. Um, and I know that I'm not bringing a lot uh, to the table <laughs> for the Kalani look, but I'm, I'm willing to also take that compliment. No, <laughs> 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 it's like mostly my partner created the weight, but yeah,
1: um, I, I, I can see it. I don't think that's not not our audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know.
1: It's yeah. Well, I think there's like. Because there's like a like a, a process of like reification that I think is happening mm. when, in in the process that we're describing. Yeah. Because um, like okay, so like a lot of like stuff that's considered like hipster or countercultural is people like ripping off straight people that were ripping off queer people. Yeah, <laughs> they were probably ripping off black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah, we're like yeah, but like um, you know, like a lot of like the things that are considered cool have like more radical, uh, counter-hegemonic origins and then are just, like, totally adopted by people who see that and think it looks cool, and it's kind of like a third, fourth-order effect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Like, the aesthetics of gentrification are kind of interesting in that way where, like, you really see, like, the the proletarian politics of something kind of, like, gradually disappear.
2: Yeah. I agree. I feel like I think about – or – like the like arts and cultural communities mm-hmm. and it just seems like there's a lot of desire for validation from like i guess like small institutions like content mm-hmm. that are more i would say like the hipster yeah, end yeah. but there it seems like like I don't know. If I feel like on one hand people are like, oh, like we need to make money and we want exposure, but I think maybe I don't know what the answer is. to yeah. that. Like whether I should be like no, like no exposure. But it does seem a lot of like focusing yeah. on getting validation. And the line
1: between like content and like I think institutions that are a little bit more right minded gets blurry. I think to a lot of people, and I think especially in, in cities that aren't San Jose. Yeah. Uh, in a city like you know Oakland or New York, where like you know, maybe the conflict's a little harder to, like, n- note the right side on. And there's, yeah. like, a lot more transplants who are maybe a little bit more radical, a little bit more, you know, uh, at least, you know, will, like... I, I guess I'm thinking about this in terms of, like, uh, you know, what I think the solution to gentrification is, which uh-huh. is tenant organizing mm-hmm. and, and and advocating for, you know... Um, Against developments that would displace people and for developments that are around social housing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and like there are people that would maybe rightfully be called like the urban pioneer, uh-huh. you know, transplant type, uh, maybe, maybe they're college educated, but probably aren't making that much money, mm. you know Uh, and 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 I think those people are the kind of people that you want to make a coalition with like you know black and brown folks who've lived in neighborhoods for generations and are under threat of displacement and I I mean I I think at least the way I think about it is like you you should be able to build a coalition and still put like the pressure of working on like the cohesiveness on the more privileged person which I think like even if you work in a coffee shop and you're a punk white person, whatever. Yeah. You you definitely lie on that side of it compared to like a Spanish speaking family of five. Totally, yeah. Um and 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 but I, I you know, I don't know. I guess what I think is like I don't think that's impossible, but yeah, you might yeah. have a different perspective on that than me.
2: No, I yeah, I agree. I don't think that it's impossible. But I don't know. I'm I'm interested in like writ large whether like People in San Jose feel, like, concerned about gentrification.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh,
2: I can't tell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I mean, I think, like, the only real folks that are even talking about things in terms that would make sense to people is, like, serve the people mm-hmm. who, who, who really do, like, force that narrative into the, into the discussion. Because I think, like, it's too easy, especially in, like, corporate media and, like, mainstream discussions... Just, like, the Yimby-Nimby paradigm. Yeah. Which, I mean, is only a paradigm amongst upper-middle-class people. Totally.
2: No? I hear a lot about, like, oh, it's expensive here and, like, the housing mm-hmm. prices. But, like, I very rarely hear um, discussions about, like, direct displacement.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I think, um, you know, when, when you talk about the city pursuing cultural cachet, like, I think both of them are very in, in like, the very same wrong-minded place. Mm-hmm. I guess I've been thinking a lot about, um, like, economic development on a city scale and, like, having, like, real answers to that. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten really into this guy, uh, Chuck Morone, who's, like, he started, he runs this org called uh, Strong Towns. He's focused more on, like, rural and suburban stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, he talks about how, like, cities have, like, a real bad problem that's, like, cultural, but they they uh, they have, like, this attitude of what what positive developments are that is, like, actually, like, dangerously wrong and unsustainable. Um, where it's, they talk about, like, you know, creating subsidies and stuff to bring in, like, investment, a lot of times from outside the city, mm-hmm. to create these big, like, ribbon-cutting projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Google deal, or, yeah. or these urban villages, even, um, that are, that will get you, like, short-term Profits and tax revenue and stuff like that, which is what they see, but they, it creates long-term economic liabilities mm. that uh, that will completely outweigh those short-term costs. Hmm. But since they're so stuck in this mindset that you solve the problem of low tax revenue and stuff yeah. with with these other with big these, like, projects companies. that are actually like not very like long-term economically productive, you you have to keep gentrifying. <sighs> And so it becomes, like, this positive reinforcement. Yeah, loop. never stopping. And, but it's completely unsustainable, too. Uh, and um, <clears throat> what's interesting is this guy's, like, not a socialist or anything. But when he comes to, like, ab- the type of development he advocates for, it kind of starts to look that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because what, what he talks about is, like, you need to invest small, incrementally in development of, from the bottom up, right? And, and. The one the thing he talks uh, the thing that really like I think I came away from like you know hearing interviews with him and and and, uh, and reading his stuff was uh uh cities have like a real disdain for ordinary people and the economic activity that they do mm-hmm. but that's like the most the, that's the most beneficial part of, of a city right the usually the poorest densest rundown parts of of cities are like the most economically productive mm. sure if you if you actually look at it from like square foot mm-hmm. <laughs> i see kind of thing yeah and uh and and it's like oh you know like the thing in, in here that i think if if <laughs> actually wanted to invest in like sustainable development they should look at like the strip malls that are just taken over by immigrant communities with like thousands of businesses within them yeah because mm-hmm. those are like the most impressive things that are just brought up by people with like no resources and then it's like a, you'll see like a legal center next to a grocery store yeah. next to a, and and like there are the and, and like they're easy to ignore while you're driving by but you step you step into them and they're like genuinely kind of impressive
2: yeah it's like bustling
1: but it's that <laughs> that's the exact kind of thing
0: that would be slated for like you know being torn down yeah. for like a you know which is kind of funny because that's like like that serves almost the same function as like the conceptually like the urban village. Is yeah. Like, it's like a sort of town square type scenario. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's like, that's the thing is like they're creating like bad versions of things that yeah. like they all want. <laughs> <enjoy. laughs> yeah. I and mean, it's the same thing with these cultural events. Like San Jose does have cool cultural events. Yeah. The coolest one I can think of off the top of my head is the Oban Festival in Japantown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the city does not advertise that at all. Like yeah. most people don't know about it. Or another thing that like people actually like in San Jose and go to that is sponsored by the city is Christmas in the Park.
2: Oh yeah, classic.
1: Which classic. is like to on the outside looks like the dumbest, kitschiest <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like it also is. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, but it, it,
0: it's it's still. But people are like have an emotional attack yeah. 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 An institution, and it and, <laughs> it and it
1: and it's something people like about San Jose. Yeah, yeah. In a way that like no one feels that way
0: about backyard. Yeah, they might I mean, like. I this. hope
2: they don't, <laughs> <laughs> because like oh, garden at the flea. Yeah. Like speaking of putting yeah. something that makes oh, no yeah. sense with something that's actually really cool. Like, I feel like when Garden at the Fleet opened, I remember Lee, who was the uh, person that I do Archive 408 with.
1: Real quick, can you tell the audience what Garden at the Flea is? Because I think this is like exactly what we're yeah. talking about. So
2: Garden at the Flea, well, so it's in the Barriest of Flea Market and mm-hmm. um, the various of Flea Market has been there for a very long time. It's a really big flea market. Um, it has like a food section and an mm-hmm. arcade section and a used section and a new section. It has like a lot of stuff. Obviously, like it's a lot of like very working class yeah. people of color communities that uh, utilize this space. It's like Lots a lot Lots a of like, store. Yeah, lots
1: of, uh, probably like the biggest economic center amongst like Spanish speaking people. Totally.
2: So um, and it, so it, um, a BART station is set to open there at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe a year ago or so, they like, Ordered off a section of the flea market and put something called Garden at the Flea, which is like (laughs) it's like a very hip millennial hangout. There's like Mm, succulents and they have a craft beer (laughs) Mm. and they have like, you know, a sixty dollar, seventy-five dollar three-course meal and bands play. And when it first came out, Lee was like, I feel like we're like, no one's gonna come to this. Like, at Lee's
1: for the audience, your partner at Yeah, at
2: our totally. And so um, we were saying, like, oh, you know, why like, why would people go to this? Like, the flea market already has food and entertainment and alcohol. Like, why would mm-hmm. they build this other section? For,
0: like, not 60 to $75. Yeah.
2: Like, I don't need, you know, I don't know, whatever beer, right? I'm yeah. at the flea market. I should True, have whatever yeah. beer is there. And, mm-hmm. um, but people go. And, like, people go. People host music shows. Yeah um and people like it they have like i don't know all kinds of weird activities terrarium making parties yeah that was like one
1: (laughs) where like um i forget like there there were like a few like acts or or like like groups that were performing there that like really did have like a lot of like the punk queer Mm -hmm. chicana aesthetic yeah
2: they had like a dj crew yeah
1: that like it's one of those things where it's like damn that sounds like it should be cool, but it's, like, such a, like, <laughs> I, yeah. it, it, really being used against, like, I at least the stated interests of that group. I feel like yeah. a lot
2: of these pop-ups use, like, social justice-oriented language. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the same thing with, like, uh, like local color and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah they like use that language because they're like oh this is like community oriented yeah
0: yeah and like backyard saying it's like a space for everyone or like everyone is welcome at backyard or whatever come through with your app
1: one then like (laughs) (laughs) hell
0: yeah and this i mean like when you bring up like
1: local color and stuff we were talking earlier about like how a lot of these institutions do start out reaching out to like working class artists yeah and 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 i you know more more left-leaning folks get to use the space and then there's like a big conflict over something that's like a bridge too far. Like yeah. like at Local Color we weren't allowed to have like gender neutral restrooms at events because yeah. like some of the people who ran it felt uncomfortable about that. And, and and so it just like and then they just like lost most of like the people that they were gonna work <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah. I feel like uh, at the end
2: of the day they're not for like us. Like yeah. the broader they're for they're to attract like a particular like creative class.
1: And they're people. and they're inevitably going to alienate and and uh, the people there and like the, the thing about San Jose is like the creative class was not attracted to it <laughs> and and like and and you look at the p- cities where like that class of people are right. actually are find it like attractive to go it's because there's like a long history that's visible of, yeah. yeah a long that at least was embraced for a long time <laughs> yeah of working class, you know, mostly black and brown immigrant folks um, who uh, yeah, like, uh, who, who really set the culture of the city. San yeah. Francisco, Oakland, uh, New Orleans, yeah. <laughs> New York. Those are places that were, like, had institutions that allowed, you know, people to act, the working people to actually express themselves. Yeah. And San Jose is not building those.
2: Yeah. That's why I feel like the East Side is, like, it's just, like, done for. Or, like, it feels like that, at least. Because if there's anywhere that has more of like a visible history like mm-hmm. like, like activist kind of history yeah. it's like that area of the city and they literally
1: painted over that mural yeah
2: and... <laughs> they did yeah they really did but they're putting up all these like very geometric like <laughs> like <laughs> murals <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, lo- I
1: love the very shorthand way you talk shit <laughs> <laughs> like, those blue fucking donuts
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> the blue donut donuts are glowing, yeah, we should make that the episode artwork. <laughs> always LED, always something LED, yeah, yeah,
1: that's what's like so great. Well, I think like the there's club like club. a real movement amongst these people at San Jose to be like, we got to make all our art look our public art look high tech, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a high tech it's- to them means like lights that change colors yeah. yeah it means it means like
0: something that has to be plugged in yeah <laughs> the led like, light was invented in san jose not <laughs> a lot of people know that so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like it's so disheartening too, because it's like it feels like such an attempt to you know be like you know we can we can embrace we can embrace both tech and culture and like we can incorporate that into yeah. san jose's culture yeah. and like the way they do that it's like let's like you know, make art, but using tech. And <laughs> it's just no good. It's it's just no good. And it's also like none, you know, none of it is like by people from here. So it's not yeah. like you can't call it a product of San Jose culture. Yeah. We can't be like, it's this like,
2: is ugly, but we love it because our kid made it. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Like the poop snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just
1: the such snake. a, yeah, absolute, again, like disdain for ordi- the ordinary people of San Jose. And the ordinary mm-hmm. people of San Jose Are you know, Latinx people that live here, the Vietnamese people that live here, Filipino and Japanese people that live here. And, like, there's just none of that. And it's like, well, why should anyone be interested then? Why why is any transplant not going to just talk shit about this city relentlessly? Um, Anyway, I think we covered that well. I think so. (laughs) Yeah social housing serve the people we'll, we'll put a link to serve the people there, uh, go check out the show notes yeah baby um, well if you guys want yeah. we can talk about how the world's ending <laughs> how are we on time <laughs> we are on time